What's that Momo mouth do? Packing bowls and freeing souls from America's heartland. You're listening to Bowl After Bowl with Lorian and Spencer. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. Smoke weed every day. Spark one up. You sparked one up. Smoke the bowl, sir. So good. Oh, shit, yes. Oh, shit, yes. Oh, shit, yes. Yes. Coming at you from a Sunday night, but we're still feeling all right. It is November 6th, 2022, and uh, this is a special edition here at Bowl After Bowl. It's going to be uh, episode 202. This is a Bowls with Buds. I am... Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. I'm Dame DeLorean. And back with us again, it's our man Fletcher. Hey-o. Hoi, hoi. My bowl is packed and my soul is free. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. Just the way it's meant to be. Yeah. Just the way God intended. Actually, I'm smoking out of this fucking badass piece of glass that uh, Dame Black Loca sent. Hell yes, the, dude! The guitar bong. You got to tell us about this guitar bong. I was I was listening to it this yeah. morning. I've seen a, a couple pictures of it. I couldn't believe it when I got it out of the mail. I was like, "Say what the fuck?" Uh, I didn't want to smoke out of it for a long time, and then I was like, "Well, I kind of gotta." Yeah, you gotta yes. gotta do she it. She said she had taken the uh, the bong Joe, which is what she sent Pfeiffer. Ooh. She said she took that for a <laughs> test run. But didn't have a chance to uh, make sure mine functioned. I was like, well, shit, I guess I got to. Got to, yeah. It got to. You got to bless it, christen it. And it's like, um, well, it's like those um, acoustic electric guitars made by Taylor, where mm. it's a full-size guitar, but it's thin. Ooh. It's real thin. Yeah. Got water in it. I call it a grandpappy perk, because it's a percolator. Okay. Very nice. Very perky. And, uh. Oh, it's perkalicious. And the, it's got that, that glass guitar stand, which I was extremely nervous about. I thought that uh, I thought it like was something different and that it, it had been broken off in the mail or something. Yeah. I was like, those sons of bitches at fucking FedEx. Ugh. But once I got it all unwrapped, I realized it was a guitar stand uh, and it was not broken. And it's just so damn cool. It's got to be like, shit, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 inches tall, this, wow. this guitar here. That's I know, I was impressed too. It was all a dream. Yeah, there's some Is petty my eyes pieces. deceiving me? Is my eyes <laughs> deceiving me? It looks so good. Let me it see what it looks like. Uh, Do you all see that? Oh, this no, this somebody's ain't no comparison. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic, man. So, um. I saw And on- it came like, um, it came just in time for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Excelente. Happy- which was on the first. All the ones. Yes. All the ones. Happy happy birthday. Muchas uh, gracias. A week ago tomorrow. That's right. Oh no, a week ago Tuesday, I guess, huh? Because we did yeah. a we did a bowl, bowl on your birthday. We did a birthday bowl. Oh yeah. Just for you. Uh packed one up. Yeah. That's fantastic. Sorry, I had to make sure that I like stuck it uh <laughs> in its little guitar stand just, just right. You got I'm very stand. nervous about it being knocked over. It's too fucking cool. I don't know how many hours it took her to make that. It's beautiful. I've seen the images. 
so I can tell the listeners it's beautiful. It's real. It's real. All the I guess if nobody's there. seen it before, I can put it in uh, your chat room. Who is Just in the case there's anybody that... listening now that missed it before. What you is know. the thing that gets you high, baby? It's the guitar bong. <laughs> and it does the trick. So this was uh, value for value sent in for the two-hour folk hour. Is this correct? The Sunday morning two-hour folk hour. That's right. With Pfeiffer and Rusty Apples. So fantastic. Fantastic show that... Uh, how long have you guys been doing that now? It's been a few months, right? Yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly when we started. It's wild how these these things come along in the programming on the stream, and then after a few, it just feels like they've always been there, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like... Uh, yeah, because now it's just like a normal thing for me to wake up at 7.30 on Sunday and get ready to start doing it. Like, well, I guess this is something I've always done. Is that weird? Did did you usually sleep in on Sundays or? Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I can't sleep as late as I used to. Like when I was a kid, you know, I could sleep all goddamn day. But now, sleeping late for me is sleeping till nine. So, Cotton Gin says R and R pre show. I think that's kind of a big part, wasn't it? The time shift. Yes. Yeah, so that it, was. It wasn't uh, too long after the time shift, I guess. No, me and Pfeiffer had the same idea at the same time. Really, was that. Because everything shifted two hours later, people were going into the troll room expecting to hear uh, music, right? You know, being presented and whatnot, like a radio show. And we had just both thought, like, "Huh, uh, there's not a big, there's not a show doing bluegrass." And what prompted that was whenever Darren was uh, sick with something, um, he asked me to fill in for him, and. That morning, I just got a bunch of requests for bluegrass, just one after another after another, and country. Mm. That's when I thought, like, oh, hey, uh, a lot of people like this kind of music. And then now there's this empty time slot open. And then Pfeiffer had mentioned it. I, I want to say it was when, like, the post show when he was on um, Behind the Schemes. And uh, I was like, hey, I had a similar idea. And we just got in touch with each other and talked about it and decided to do it. Nice. So when Darren is away, uh, the uh, I'm a fucking plate. <laughs> the bluegrass <laughs> would play. The country would play. Uh, and I was never really into bluegrass. I listened to country music when I was a kid, and then got out of it, like resented it because I was forced to listen to it as a kid. Um, but looking for bluegrass cover songs, or you know, bluegrass artists that are covering like pop music or or hard rock or metal. That's when I found appreciation for it i mean i like anything that takes talent to play and a lot of these bluegrass players just fucking tear it up i love and the, then there's uh, gangsta grass gangsta, gangsta grass, grass or yeah. the uh the weird covers or like the unexpected stuff you know like yeah gangsta grass has been my favorite shit since uh looking for bluegrass and bluegrass covers and everything when i first heard them i was like oh fuck yes i am playing this all the time that's I just can't help it. And it, I've always liked rap music, but uh, I'm sure you know, just about anybody that's listened to more than three rap songs knows damn near every song is about bitches or money or both. Yeah. And Gangsta Grass doesn't really rap about that. They do like real world shit. Or they're just reworking classic bluegrass songs. Like, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Yes. Stuff like that. Which, and then they're just spitting bars on top of it. And that one I played this morning uh, where just Bam, right out of the gate, the dude was just 
spitting out bars fast, not just, you know, rhyming couplets, but he was fucking quick with it. Internal and it's all live. And, all that. Mm-hmm. and I like that it's live. It is cool that it's live. That's the key right there, too, is uh, not playing studio recordings, but live ones. That's right. That way you can, you can hear the mistakes along with all the right notes. There's nothing stronger than having it be done in front of a crowd. Yeah. Fucking bluegrass exhibitionism. Blue, bluegrass and... Never mind. <laughs> I thought I'd try a merging of words, but well, you too know, high. You can merge, uh, you merge many things these days. It's all about uh, mergeability. Mergeability is way up. Mergeability. I like that word. Is it? Mergeability. You know, that's, that's what we have to ask ourselves in the, in the new market. Is it mergeable? <laughs> is this new highway mergeable? Is it mergeable? What's the mergeability of that new interstate over there? I need a mergeable dirigible. Oh, non-fungible mergeable dirigible. Ooh, now we're talking. <laughs> now the VCs are calling. Now we're fucking funded, man. Get merged dash dash force. Now we're talking in the chat, too. Merge fours. Absolutely merged. I'm so merged right now. Mm, a surge of merges have just come into the chat. Oh, a surge of merges. Uh, if you want to get in the chat, too, you can always go to bullafterbull.com, click on Listen Live, and uh, there's like a little link to this thing called Kiwi where you can do IRC in a browser. If that's like, uh, you know, if IRC is like new to you. I've always wondered, do, does the bird taste as good as the fruit? I I wish I could tell you. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't even know of anybody eating a kiwi. Does the bird have bird. like a thin layer of fuzz on the outside like the fruit? I'm going to say yes. They call it down. Oh, I'm down with down. Oh, yeah. How could you not be? You got to be. I'm a clown for down. <laughs> uh, down gets around. That's why That's I never frown. There's no doubt about it. Uh, uh, we had the pleasure. You think they're green on the inside? Ooh, I don't know. Probably if uh, something, the is, something is. is wrong. Something is wrong. <laughs> I bet the bile's still green. If you wait like three days before you eat them. Uh, oh, now uh, I don't want one. Now you don't. Now you're like, uh, I thought put it'd it be, back. you know, <laughs> yeah, prepare it like a little Cornish game hen, but uh-huh. a kiwi, mate. Yeah, just I, don't. I have a terrible Australian. 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 <laughs> you're going to uh, eat that kiwi. It's New Zealand. Oh, it's New Zealand. Oh, right. Oh. Te- gonna... Technically. Oh yeah, they do the test. Technically, New it's Zealand, a bit north and east. Nasally, don't don't open your mouth when you're speaking, mate. Right, you, Pat, you gotta eat that kiwi. Only thing I know about uh, New Zealand is that uh, Lord chick, right? Oh, all I know about New Zealand is that Lord of the Rings was filmed there. Oh yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings was filmed there. Okay, that's another fact. <laughs> you start saying Lord, and I was like, yes, yes, stole from us. How dare! Stupid fat hobbit. <laughs> Share the load. I got your load right here, Samwise Gamgee. Absolutely loaded. Uh, cheers, by the way, to the Battle of the Douchebags that just wrapped up. Here, here. And um, crowning the all-time douchebag champion is... <gasps> I'm not telling you. You have to go listen to it. That's right. Huzzah. <laughs> you have to go listen to it. But uh, we did take over the no agenda stream upon suggestion so uh welcome oh, to all okay. you lovely people hi yeah naggers yeah 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 i'm sorry for that word oh that's sorry. okay it's Some- inappropriate and violent <laughs> well nagging is quite annoying yeah call the naggers out. it is <laughs> i do not want to go to jail it should cease it should end <laughs> it should end <laughs> 
Uh, That's enough. We've ruined ourselves with clips. That's it enough. Yeah. <laughs> How stupid have we been? I wanted. Oh, Sir Bimrose, of course, says that he's hearing Adam and John and not us. So oh. I'll just reconnect to the stupid stream. Stupid ass stream. Yeah. How about now? How about now? Play poop. Good lord. Poop story. <laughs> it's like uh, poop story. You know, I'm trying to talk to Fletcher here. Yeah, come on, man. We're just talking about poop. <laughs> Someone else talking to us, uh, by the way, oh, Baron Giant said uh, that he just heard about the Bulls with Buds and sent some cuck bucks real quick in. Oh, wow. In hopes he could get a Missouri smash and a 31st birthday shout out for his big bro, Blake. Oh, Blake, yes. happy big 31. Uh, if not, no worries. Y'all are the bomb. Go Chiefs. Oh, well, if, if no worries, then let's not do it. Oh. Oh. Never mind, I won't bad. say he's going to be 31 in the... Shining sun. Never gonna happen. Hey, no. <laughs> happy birthday, Blake. Yeah, happy birthday. And uh, thank you, Bayern Giant, for the 666. Woo. Whoa. Very Satan-y. Uh, I have some Satan stuff for you, I think. Ooh, charred and moist. And then we need a smash. Show me smash. Oh, uh, is there a smash? Can we get a smash? Big sma money, big money, hey. big money, big money. No way. Can we no get whammy, a smash no brought up? Please Thank you. Sorry. Oh, groovy, smashing, yay, capitalism. <laughs> we were smashed out of smashes and then... Is that what that guy really says? Missouri, Missouri smash? smash? Yes, indeed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What is the Missouri smash? It is a <laughs> devastating uh, punch. Oh, what's yeah. the hit point value Using on that? Using the quirk uh, one for all, charged up into a uh, supervillain's face, just absolutely devastating... <laughs> What is that? By um, the number one hero, All Might. Yes. Oh, I was going to say, is on like Hero Academy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, My Hero Academia. Um, Actually. Ah, Actually. Sorry, guys. My Hero Academia, and um, All Might is the greatest hero of all time, and when he <laughs> beats up the bad guys, uh, he often says names of um, places in America, and then smash afterwards. <gasps> There is the United States of Smash, though, which oh is my a great God. one. Wait, the oh, first time, shit. The first time yeah, I saw the United States of Smash deployed, uh, tears came out of my eyeballs. <laughs> it was a moving moment. Well, uh, where else would tears be coming from? Well, I, I don't want to get into that right now, currently, <laughs> because of uh, HIPAA and all of that, but... When I saw, the hippo? When I saw United States of Smash, it was like a real turning point, and it was a very emotional... And also, like, the series had been building at that time, so, like, you would have heard, like, Delaware Smash and, like, Texas Smash and uh, several other Smashes. But then the United States of Smash just kind of brings it all together and, like, gives you a sense of pride in your country. And also uh, a sense of surety of All Might's uh, impending victory over the bad guy. How bad are they? The baddest motherfuckers of all time! Big golden stick. Yeah. The opposite of one for all. All for one. <laughs> That's the villain's oh, move. By Brian Adams. It's the selfish, uh, you know, opposite anti hero, uh, absolute pinnacle villain um, quirk. That steals all other quirks. Uh, basically, it's just a great show. Just think <laughs> anime version of X Men, only with like high school kids. Well, I guess the X-Men huh. are pretty much high school they, kids, right? Yeah, they still had high school kids in the X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. I remember so it's, Jubilee. It's pretty much X-Men. 
It's pretty what much a lame ass power. What? what did Jubilee even do besides shoot sparklers out of her hands? She was like, Jubilee, what near Jubilee? Jubilee, what near Jubilee? Something like that. Must have been one of those lost episodes. <laughs> also, where she found her cousin from, uh, you know, the Ozarks called Yamboree. Yeah. <laughs> we have that. There's a, an event here called the Yamboree. The Yamboree? Mm hmm. Y'all Yamboree now, you hear? Hey, you uh, in the yams? Uh, speaking of what I heard, there was a smash. I'm in the yams. Yeah, I'm gonna get... <laughs> you better get the yams. <laughs> there was a smash. I'm in the yams, dog. From Servo. Servo smashed us. Woo. Oh. He just said smash. Thirty-three, thirty-three, coming in on the helipad. And I got uh, the smasher. We had a pre-show smash from Harvat. One hundred one hundred one. Uh, because he noticed the ping go out on the pods, and he gets a little alert on his telefamundo so if you're ever nervous because we're completely fucking retarded and we don't uh, schedule very well and we don't coordinate with other people who are also maybe worth coordinating with uh we just kind of fly by the hole of our butts if i can't spell it i don't do it and uh exactly we just like kind of like back channel people and like yeah you want to do like a show like you want to do this man you want to do a show on sunday i think a friday we were like you want to do it on sunday We've been in the back channel for a second on this one. We've been like, all right, yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to do it soon. We're going to do it sometime. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready whenever. Okay, we're ready whenever. Like, we're going to do it. Yeah, for real, we're going to do it. Yeah, and we're both like, you know, whenever's good for you. It's like, oh, hell yeah. Like, like whenever's good for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, when it's good for you, it'll be good for me. And like, all oh, so right good. on. So, uh, the good is good for you. So good. So good. And then I was like, Sunday. Domingo, Domingo, Domingo. And then, uh, Someone was like, oh, yeah, but the Battle of Douchebags is going to be uh, it's still going on. And I was like, oh, man, I forgot about that. But then I remember about that. And then I loved that because I was like, well, you know, it's so like a little torch pass like here and then there. And they're like, we're going to go. Everybody's going to be going. It's all good. That's right. And we're good. I got a, a boostergram on my side. Sorry, it didn't come through uh, Ooh. the soundboard. I, did, I was not even expecting any boostograms, so I didn't oh. set it up. But it was from, oh, none other than the lovely Widow Garrett. Oh, beautiful. 333 sats from Fountain saying, for all the music and fun and the smoker and all the places. Beauty. Beauty bully. All the places. Beauty bully. Oh, yeah. The reason so I think Widow Garrett. Widow Garrett. <laughs> oh, Widow Garrett. What the hell is I? Are they going to bully Steed? I am. It is. Yes. I was thinking of bully Steed. Widow Garrett. Widow Garrett. She's also the greatest, though. That's the thing with these bowls with buds where just go right behind the curtain. I know, yeah. yeah it starts yeah. behind the curtain in the pre-show, <laughs> and then, like, the whole thing is curtainy. Yeah. So, I'm even more retarded I don't remember a usual. time before the curtain. No. I, yeah. It doesn't exist. Because that uh, short-term memory of when we were behind, in front of the curtain? Oh, yeah. Gown. Well, Widow Garrett, she helped contribute to my short-term memory loss. It was a while ago, but she sent me some cool, tasty bud, man. Nice. That sounds really good. I was. I was like, holy shit, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, fucking the yeah, realist. I love that. The, real, the reason I brought up that uh, I'm retarded and you're not going to know like when, I'm, when, when we're on or jumping on, uh, but Harvat always seems to, you can get Podverse on your uh, Telemafundo and then it will give you a little notey when we go live because I do like a pod ping thing. And then everyone, oh, yeah. everyone's phone is like, and it's like, oh shit, bulls with, bulls with buds is going on. Like I didn't even know because they are so stupid and they don't announce shit. He was always, he's just on the ball all the time. I just assumed he was, uh, 
you know, a little glowy. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's he's uh, our, not judging or anything. He's our Harv handler. <laughs> oh right. Which hey, is... beat it, spook. This don't concern you. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Keep dreaming, baby. The dream is our own. Uh, something else. Who are you calling in. spook, Peckerwood? Fly by butt from Lavish. Four, <laughs> Whoa. He sent 4321 out of Fountain. And uh, Pfeiffer. Could be Lavash. Pfeiffer with his 1821, which is the official Missouri Smash Boost. Missouri! Oh. Smash! Yeah, 1821. That sounded devastating. Yeah. Thank you, bowlers. Missouri yeah. Smash is the uh, move that actually uh, saves Bakugo from his encounter with a street villain. Wow, you have a great memory. Mm-hmm. It goes from Bakugo to Bakukum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, precisely. Precisely. That's what I'm talking about. I was trying to see if there's anything interesting that happened in 1821. Other than Missouri forming? Yeah. Probably a lot of edibles. James Monroe began his second term as president March 4th. Oh, nice. Yeah, good old James Monroe. Fifth one, right? Fifth president. That's a, young ass, that's a young ass nation, man. You think about dude, that. Dude, dude. Five presidents in. Speaking of young. Oh, oh. I was walking around in an uh, old cemetery. As which, you do, yeah. Yeah, this, this story could go anywhere. And I said, oh, speaking of young, bro. Speaking of young. I'm talking about a cemetery. <laughs> I stood up. I was like, uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> shit. Here it is. Do we need to kill the stream? We got the cancel button ready. <laughs> it's for your protection. It's a disavow button. <laughs> it's, for, it's for your protection. No, I'm, I'm always um, looking in cemeteries for old gravestones mm-hmm. and the like. And uh, found one where the, the marker was placed there by the Daughters of the Revolution. This guy was born in 1765, fought in the American Revolution, and for some reason came all the way down here to um, Gregg County, Texas, to die. I didn't see when he died. It was early 1800s, obviously, but uh, the the date was covered up with a thick layer of mud and clay. Oh. And uh, even trying to wipe it off, I would have had to get a toothbrush or something to get it out of there. So I couldn't tell when he died, but he was born in 1865. Oh. So he... He was an adolescent, a young teenager, I guess, when he was fighting in the uh, American Revolution. Or seven, he's 1765. Yeah, what did I say? 18. Sorry, oh, I said it was yeah, August the, the other day. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got no, I've got nowhere. It's August somewhere, bro. Listen, uh, I'm the knower of dates. <laughs> Except for today's date. So the Gregorian calendar says that's uh, But no, uh, 1765 is when yeah. he was born. So he and, would have been... Um, wow. Damn, he would have been, know. yeah, like, pretty 10, 11, 12. Even. Good God. Just imagine this fucking hard-ass kid, like, give me that musket. He'd have to be you like use the, that musket, uh, mister? He'd be like the thief character, right? Like, sneaking in and stealing the key or something. Stabbing you in the back. Oh, for sure, yeah. That little kid had, like, <laughs> he probably had little daggers, like, everywhere. He'd be, like, sitting in uh, the road, like, crying, like, for his mommy, and then the redcoats would come up, and he'd just, like, blast them when they get close. <laughs> this is bait. <laughs> yep, yep. He's got one of those old timey, um, you know, uh, what what would you call it? It wasn't a pistol. I guess it might have been. Don't you know those musket, like barrel loading pistols, where they would make all sorts of crazy oh, yeah. ones with like four barrels, like a flintlock. 
Yeah, flintlock. There you go. This is big. Just imagine a kid with that, with like two flintlocks, like stuffed under his cross belts. Yeah. He's just like on the street, like, Mr. Beagles, Mr. Beagles, looking for his cat. <laughs> Oi, Kate, what are you doing over there? He's like, I'm looking for Mr. Beagle, my kid cat. Oi, you better get back in the in your fucking house, kid. Say that to me again, Mr. Kapow, Kapow. All the things I imagine, just from a simple grave marker. Uh, the, the imagination does get activated in the graveyard. It really does. Booberry is activating our imagination with a 6969 over here. Damn. 69! 69, dudes! Uh, he said, douche me, bitch. Oh. And I'm going to give her a warm phone with a possible low of 69. Thank you, bitch. <laughs> uh, Booberry knows all about how the little children used to trick the redcoats into their doom. Oh, bitch. He's, he's a war reenactor, is he not? Uh, among many things, yeah. Guy is a, a versatile dog. Dog's versatile, man. Versatile I mean, moth. I mean that in a, in a D-A-W-G sense. Uh, moth dog. Moth dog. <laughs> moth dog. <laughs> moth dog. Yes. I hope those don't exist. I know. I, um, I stay up at night <laughs> lately thinking about them. Ever since well, does I Missouri imagined. have any um, cryptids? Is there a famous uh, oh, creature man. up there or you anything? Know, there is some kind of an Ozark something. Uh, and now, right now, the... Uh, Momo. Pfeiffer says Momo. Yeah. Momo. I think that's right now. It's like a Momo, like a swamp monster thing, right? It's basically like a black version of... You know that red fuzzy thing in uh, Looney Tunes? Oh, yeah. That always used to try and get Bugs Bunny and then, like, ended up getting a haircut by Bugs Bunny and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. That He was like, wasn't he buddies with Marvin the Martian? Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, Momo is kind of like that dude a little bit. Let me look him up, actually, because uh, I forgot so about Momo. So a Midwest Momo uh, is, Sasquatch? It's short for Missouri Monster, so, like, the Momo. Uh, yeah. Uh, no name. Moma, if you were uh, pronouncing it for, like, Ma, like Monster Ma. Mm. Yeah, I was saying, saw Dango Momo out the back of the door. In 1971, a pack of picnickers reported that Momo came out of the surrounding woods. While they locked themselves in their car, the creature supposedly ate their food. That's fucking rude. Son mm. of a bitch. Uh, and then in 72, local children reported seeing Momo walk past them with a dead dog. Ooh. Soon after, a well, farmer. What did that dog do to you? Uh, you, would, you would hope something. To warrant uh, being killed. Maybe he just found the dog already dead. But I need me a good hunting dog. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You're not getting one today, kid. Oh, soon after, a farmer reported a flash of light, growls, and the strong odor that is associated with Momo. Mm. Mm. Nice. Now I know it who It is to like the swamp ape. That's what we have down here. Yeah illustration of momo the monster i don't know where this illustration is based out of or based on authenticity cryptid wiki is so dope by the way (laughs) authenticity status presumed authentic (laughs) presumed yeah yeah because like a hello it's momo momo the monster it's been sighted twice in in the 70s yeah so shit they they sighted a bunch in the 70s like you are presumed authentic until proven uh inauthentic and there's nobody more authentic, honestly, than Momo. Uh, supposedly, it's a large seven-footer. Ooh. Oh. That's quite large. 
That's some a large su- momo. Some suggest it was a rogue black bear. It reminds me That's of the, racist. the leprechaun. <laughs> Everybody Bears say the leprechaun color. say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just a crackhead. <laughs> uh, I see there was also a six-foot raccoon man encountered in Sugar Creek, Missouri in 2020. Coon man. <laughs> well. He's got your back. He'll sell you crack, baby. He's the coon man. <laughs> Cancel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Just a little bit of crack. It's, here's the, the testimony. Uh, it was at least six feet tall and had black stripes on its body. It stood upright and had four-fingered hands and was bow-legged. It managed to scratch the strap of my satchel when it ran, and the claw marks looked more precise, not rugged. Is it supposed to sound that dirty? Am I supposed to be this aroused? <laughs> <laughs> the strap on my satchel. Anyone else I hard? No, the satchel, man, the satchel. Yeah, they said, I tried telling my buddy about it, but he was sarcastic, so I s- assumed no one else would believe me. I could feel it in my boner. A very big raccoon. Everybody points out the black stripes, but there's also white stripes. There are. Stripe privilege. Are. Yeah, I and, know. And gray. Gray stripes. In between. Yeah. He wears a mask on his face. How did he get in my place, raccoon man? <laughs> <laughs> you ever see anything spooky when you're out camping with the scouts, Spence? Uh, not really, but we had this legend, uh, Green Lantern. It was supposedly some, like, you know, your standard, like, escaped convict backstory. Stabby, stabby, gonna kill you. And, like, when he kills, he hangs a green lantern, like, in the woods. And it was just, like, um, kind of haze the first years. Oh, sure. Deal. Did you have a green lantern that you would sneak out there? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, we would do yeah. the green lantern out there, and then uh, usually, like, night three or four, there'd be... Like, so you'd, like, let it go for a while, right? You'd just, like, tell the tale. And then, like, night three or four, you'd... You do the lantern in the woods thing, right? And so then the like kids are like get a little nervous. And then like night five or six, you get a bunch of glow sticks and like spill them all over and just make a commotion and like somebody'd say like he got stabbed, like we stabbed him or something. And oh shit, he got off what like have this like glowed. So there's this like glowing trail of liquid in the woods, like where he <laughs> supposedly stumbled off and it was like Green Lantern blood. Damn, or predator blood. When I was a first year, like, I knew it was bullshit, but I was still fucking pretty nervous. You know, you're well, just, I mean, yeah, like... You're down there, whenever, you're, you're 11 years old, and you're like... Yeah, you hear a story about an escape con... Even if there is no supernatural yeah. element to it, just, oh, there could be an escape convict out there, though. Yeah. Just waiting. And it's like, well, but but the lantern's there. Uh, It's a little weird. I'm, I'm a little oh. nervous. It's so overtly sexual. It was. Yeah. It's spooky to watch. Like. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but did I see anything? No. Aside from like, uh, I don't know, the actual spooky stuff like copperheads, you know, and things could, that could actually fuck you up. But that's different. Snakes. Yeah. Yeah, those are real. <laughs> yeah. And they will really fuck you up. Yes. Or those big fat scary water snakes you have here. Oh, yeah, like uh, water moccasins? Yeah. 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 Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck that. Or, I I don't know, I'd pass. (laughs) How do you feel about having a snake as a pet? 
decent. Quote, pet, because you're not going to be petting a snake. Let's get real. It depends on the type of snake. You can pet okay. a snake. You can stroke really? a snake. Well, I mean, ball. you can. Paul, I had a ball python. I was like the third owner of it, and mm. it was supposed to just be temporary. This is a horrible story. And This snake was just getting passed around from home to home. Yeah, the, this chick was like... Uh, of course it's a chick. <sighs> All right, so you're banging this chick, and then she's like, I'm moving out. You and, mean Missouri smashing? Uh, <laughs> Missouri smash, and the chick had a snake, and she like couldn't have it in a new place or whatever. They're She's called like, trans now. I can't have a snake. <laughs> <laughs> a ball python, right? Back in my day, it was just called a chick with a snake, man. <laughs> Wasn't nothing weird about it. Here's a ball python. Yeah. Ball python. Uh, Sorry to distract you. <laughs> now you got me thinking about balls again. I think I think the snake's name was Alice, but I'm mm. also pretty sure the snake was a male that was like mis- misgendered. Uh, I don't oh. know. Yeah, because I I think you got a that was before that. You got to look inside, cool. right? See if it's male or female? Yeah, yeah. the like best some birds. Best indicator is the size of the head. If oh. you don't want to like get up in there and really check, like totally confirm, be thorough. Yeah. Take the- Take the temperature while you're in there. Because it is. It's like it's it's just like a bird where you gotta like turn their shit inside out. Ooh. And their wiener either crawls out of there or. I mean, I've had to do that to chicks before. Or yeah. Or their or their <laughs> cooney. Because it's deep or up in spittoony. there. Unless it's like ready to use, it's just kind of. Yeah. It's like in storage. Standby mode. Yeah. Put it away in storage. You don't want to slither with your raw dick all over in the dirt. You know. I mean, it's just a design of evolution. No, no evolution did them a solid that way. Right. Yeah. Because otherwise it'd be. God, I skinned my pecker. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, do you it. think it sheds its skin too? It's dick skin? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I've never seen a snake wang, so I don't know. But Personally, neither have I. No. If it's, I've seen a duck's wang, and a duck's wang is like a pink. <laughs> How does a duck's wang swang? Uh, a duck's wang swangs like a wiggle, 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 actually. It's the mm. most fucking weird thing. There's this group called Ducks Unlimited, right? And they like are like a <laughs> conservation group. And they have no limits. Is that what they are? They have no limits, bro. <laughs> Clearly. Because I was in Cub Scouts at the time. And they oh. had a pin uh, of ducks. They had like fucking, I don't know, 30 ducks or some shit. I think they had their wings clipped because they were just in a pin with no like roof on it or whatever. Just chilling. Yeah. And they all had bands on their legs because, you know, you ID the ducks with a little band or whatever. Oh, yeah. And they were like, yeah, he's how he takes a duck. And they flipped the duck over, and they uh, they did two thumbs on the duck, right where, you know, you'd expect the junk to be. Like yeah. they're popping an enormous zit, right? They yeah. bring, they bring yeah. two thumbs, one on each side, like you're popping a zit. And then all of a sudden, this fucking uh, earthworm gym kind of wiener comes out, and it's like, it looks like red and raw. It looks like a cartoon uuvula, honestly. Only too oh, yeah, long. like a little duck size punching bag it's just coming out there and then it's like it looks like confused like it's flailing around looking for where to go like it doesn't look like it's part of the duck even it looks like (laughs) it looks like this separate entity that you've awoken and then like comes out and then it's like blinded by the sun and looking for a vagina and it's like where where what the fuck what why'd you bring me out here why why have i been summoned it was very weird i was probably eight or nine when i saw a duck wang (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, that Dark was, Wang Duck. That was a weird <laughs> experience, my man. <laughs> Dark Wang well, Duck. Uh, <laughs> when I fingered him and hurt his feelings again. 
So anyway, I imagine a snake's penis is similar, but I don't know. But I do know this. If I saw a snake penis and it was like raw and wriggly like a duck's penis is, then I would say, nah, that does not shed. Raw and wriggly. What is that? Oh, that was a raw wriggly, no doubt. You gotta finish the Alice story. Do oh, I yeah, have yeah, how god dang long did you have this snake that you were temporarily oh, watching? So I, I had a snake. I was just watching it for her, right? Like, uh, I'll have your snake. <laughs> and uh, it was cool. It would just, like, be a little bow around your neck kind of thing, you know? Like, just hang out during the day. Or, like Cooper party time. If you have a party, you know, and, like, it's the summer, you don't wear shirts anyway, and you got this snake, man. It's like an accessory. It's like, uh, okay, this is the guy with the snake. So it's like, stay away from him. Or, you know, go over to him, like. It kind of filtered out, so you just got kind of like weird people talking to you, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long I had it, because uh, I got it before I met you, for sure. Yeah, a long while. Was it I think. over Probably, six months? I want to say a year to a year and a half. Oh, okay. Then I moved in. Because I kept on being like, yo, uh, do you want to still keep the snake? Uh, I'm keeping the snake here. It's like... Return it to nature, what you want me to do? <laughs> uh, these mice I'm feeding it ain't free, honey, uh, you know... But uh, then we moved, Lauren and I moved into this apartment where you also couldn't keep animals, but I didn't panic and find some other uh, person to pawn the snake right. off onto. I just brought it with me and was like, you know. Yeah, slicked it in. And it's we, not like it's barking, yeah, exactly. disturbing the neighbors. A little don't ask, don't tell, you know? It's like, yeah. uh, what, are they going to fucking sniff my snake out? Yeah. I don't yeah, think what, so. What you want? You want to touch my snake next? Yeah. But we did get a dog. My snake, my business. We did get a dog Our eventually. first dog when which, we were there. Then we had to move. Uh, oh, yeah. But the snake, fuck, we went on vacation, and it turns out snakes are smart and strong. <laughs> so we come back from vacation, and the snake had pushed the lid open enough to get out and had slithered under a neighbor's door or some shit. Because <laughs> the doors were like, the, we lived in this apartment complex that used to be an old hotel. Above a tavern. Above this tavern, and the doors had like... A full inch gap at the bottom of everybody's door, you know. Oh yeah, they just wanted rodents to come in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was just wide open or like, I don't know. So maintenance could like just peep, like literally just peep their fucking eye into your house at any point. <laughs> Pop if it they, out, if stick they it in. To, I don't know. Yeah, slide their whatever through the crack, you know. I'm just doing routine maintenance over here. So as bitches do, they called the police to handle uh, the snake hold situation. On. Yeah, oh. you you were at work, and I was home with the dog. Right. Because we just gotten Murphy. And I just hear screaming across the hallway. And this bitch is like, there's a snake in my room. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because we had been looking for two days for the snake. For you know? Alice, yeah. And then all these dudes run out in the hallway, and she, yeah, she's calling 911, and no one is going to touch a little ball python. I mean, it really wasn't a big snake. Alice was what two, three feet long, maybe. Oh, she was two, laid back and thin. Dude. Yeah. What color? Uh, black and kind of tannish. Yeah, like brownish oh, green cool. color. Yeah, like if you search ball python, probably like the first eighty hits was this exact snake. She looks. They all look the same. So I started. Look, I started python. texting you the story as it was emerging because I was just like, "This is pretty fucked, dude. Like, I can't <laughs> leave the dog." To get this snake and be like, oh, yeah, my snake, you know. <laughs> uh, but she called 911 anyway. So then the police came and they didn't know how to handle it. So what did they do? They took like a long stick and threw the snake onto the roof. 
So my oh, apartment. Where snakes belong. Right. Yeah. Not their problem anymore. You know, just. It's out. Throw it on the roof. My apartment had a window that went onto the roof. So I said, I'll just go out on the roof and get the snake. But before I could, those dudes that were trying to hit on my neighbor, because she was a single hot chick, uh, they were out there with a fucking shovel. Just one of them threw it off the roof onto the sidewalk below. And the other one followed through by going down there and just cutting its head off. Jesus. Waste of a good snake. It was fucked up. It was really fucked up. But it was also like, hey, bitch, this is what happens when you don't pick your snake up from us. You know? True. Babysit my snake while I'm in Sorry. <laughs> it's it's rough times out there for ball pythons, bro. It's like a mafia thing. Like this is what you this is what happens when you just <laughs> leave your snake with someone you thought you trusted. Oh man. But you don't contact them for months at a time. A year. Expecting your snake to be all hunky dory. Yeah, that fucked me up. What happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Fucked me up a little bit. I was relieved though. It's like fuck my neighbors. Yeah. Fuck my... Uh, fuck the police. Fuck the police <laughs> and fuck the other dude's neighbors from down the hall. Well, when it's not even a dangerous animal. Right. And you're like, kill it with a fucking shovel. Yeah. I mean, just know your snakes, you know? Yeah. I learned, I mean, I learned different kind of... Even just observing the guy's uh, demeanor was yeah. probably enough. I learned different kind of snakes when I was a kid, you know? Like mm-hmm. a garter snake. Pretty common. You see him in the yard, mm-hmm. like even in the burbs growing up. Just a yeah. fucking dark green with the yellow kind of stripes thing or like uh, neon green stripes going down it and they're like the sweetest snake you pick them up they're cool oh yeah they don't even they don't give any shits no no they're very late they know they're too small to do any good By, ball pythons are even calmer than that they're just they're just laid back they're huge they don't move fast Ugh, it is a bummer snakes are cool uh ball pythons anyway are cool yeah copperheads what? Uh, not so much. No, 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 fuck. Any rattler is (laughs) bad news. Would I have another snake for a pet, though? If my kids were going to take care of it. Yeah, it's another goddamn thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. I only want... Well, and snakes and chickens, uh, really historically haven't gotten (laughs) along that well. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I want producing animals. One will kill the other, and sometimes it's the chickens that win, but... I mean, they do, uh, both lay eggs. This is true. Or do snakes like ball pythons give birth to live young? I know some snakes oh, do. Oh shit! Now, now you got me wondering. I'm not sure. I'm not Isn't sure. that weird too? It like is. reptiles like, and their eggs. How do they decide who gets to live birth and who gets to egg birth? And they got that weird leathery shell instead of a a hard shell. Now C Dubs is linking us to the hemi penis entry of Wikipedia. A hemi penis. Is that like a hemi motor? Is <laughs> it's got a hemi? <laughs> it's got a hemi. Slap the snake. It, this thing's got a yummy. It's uh, one of a pair of intermittent organs of male squamates. Snakes, lizards, and worm lizards. Mm. Hemipenes, which is the plural. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, hemipenes are usually <laughs> held inverted within the body and are Hemipenes. inverted for reproduction via erectile tissue, much like that in the human penis, except for, oh, God. <laughs> Well, I and I love, is. I love uh, Wikipedia. is so wonderful because they hyperlink to human penis, and all you got to do is hover to get a big picture of human penis in your face. Nice shaft, foreskin, glands, metus. <laughs> the metus. The metus. <laughs> I've been wondering all to- all, <laughs> all this time what metus really. Let's be. listen to a metus report. <laughs> uh, the metus. 
Well, there's no real separation between glands and meatus for uh, all of us that got tricked. Oh, no, Unpaired they, they, penis as ancestral form. Yeah. This is my ancestral form. <laughs> my granddaddy had a hemipenis. My great-granddaddy <laughs> had a hemipenis. His great-granddaddy had a hemipenis. You can trace hemipenis back to the 3rd century B.C. That's right, I said B.C. I don't do that <laughs> queer B.C.E. shit. No. Shit, no, man. <laughs> Get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll wake my ass up 6 a.m. Down to <coughs> Las Galinas. Yeah, I'm doing a drywall new McDonald's. <coughs> Sexual conflict theory. I was just looking at that. It sounds, uh... Sounds like something they teach in school. Sounds like something... Along with uh, critical race theory, big bang theory. <laughs> It sounds Sexual like something conflict. TV writers use to f- advance the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Introduce now, what sexual if, conflict. Now, give me this. What if there was sexual conflict between Penny and uh, that tall nerdy guy? <laughs> uh, I don't know his name now. Sheldon. Sheldon. Because I never watched The Big Bang Theory. I have not either. I feel like I've seen it on... Because I've seen it on. The thing has been on for so many fucking years, and it was only all of a sudden that I was like... Is that the kid from Roseanne with the Jufro and he's in that? Yeah. Oh, and it is, right? And it, it is. is. It's yeah. that the kid. Mm. I, uh, that he's still a kid. He still, still a kid. looks like the same little baby face <laughs> yeah. guy who's like, oh, yeah. I don't really uh, smoke weed. I like to draw I comics. Guys. My balls didn't even drop, guys. It wasn't my weed. I don't even smoke weed. Uh, drugs are really bad, guys. <laughs> They're the baddest. And if you uh, do the drugs, you're bad too. You're a bad mo. Look, I don't want to mess with no reefer addicts, okay? <laughs> a bad momo. Oh, no. Not, I bet you that momo does smoke weed, though. Well, if you want to be like me, a loser, go ahead and smoke. What's that momo mouth do? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you <laughs> Sound like you got your face caught in an energy coupler. Oh, it was caught all right. <laughs> oh, it was coupled. It was <laughs> caught, coupled, and ISOed, I think. I must say, I must say. You feeling better? I heard you were a little, uh, you got a little, <laughs> Dude, it wasn't, it wasn't the, uh, the Rona. Oh, yeah. No, um. But it was, uh, <coughs> I don't know if it started as allergies, because the, the goldenrod is blooming, and that, that oh, shit fucks me up. Yeah, same. Um, it's the same thing they call ragweed, right? Goldenrod? It's like the, mm, when it's pollinating, maybe. it's just like super fucking ultra yellow. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. like the hood of your car is yellow, it's and everything everywhere. around it is yellow. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see if that's uh, what that is. Let me Google ragweed. Goldenrods are perennials, and ragweed is an annual. Oh. Oh. Boom. Little like ant. ninth grade biology. A little ant fucking there, I guess. They look the well, same, technically, though, Technically, right? I do. mean, it's a plant. So. <laughs> Actually. It's, they reproduce through the, uh, the stamen. <laughs> but wow. The pistol. Yeah, tell, tell me more. There's this thing called pollen. It gets all over your face, inside your nose. Perennials, y'all stuck in the ground and they keep coming back. And annuals, you gotta keep buying from Home Depot every spring. It's what they call a scam. Yeah, annuals are a shit coin. 
true. You speak the true true. So ragweed has green. But yes, flowers. I was. I was sick. Sorry. Plant, uh, plant jizz got to you. Something got to me. Plant jizz, little microscopic organisms. Um, but uh, I had a fever and Ooh. body aches. Like my oh, uh, man, those are the worst. My neck, my back. You know the rest. Everything hurt. <laughs> my neck, my back. <laughs> Which I played a uh, cover of that song this morning by um, L. King, who's Rob Schneider's daughter. Singing about her pussy and her crack. Very nice. But yeah, it laid me up for days because with my back being fucked up too and in and, and a lot of pain, I couldn't sleep. And without sleep, my body just couldn't heal itself. So, so I was like tired and cranky and just hurting and like uh, had a fever. It was just, I'm dying. Did you get some cow- cowbell for it? I did, but it didn't work. Ah. Might have been tuned wrong. Must have been. I don't know. Need the leather pants really to... I don't think it was an authentic cowbell. It's like you can you can cowbell, but without the leather pants, I think it's an absorption thing. Like you don't absorb. It was a it. yak bell, I think. Oh, that'll do it too. Yeah, but no, uh, Darren O with his suggestion of uh, quercetin and zinc, I was like, oh yeah, that stuff. Oh yeah. And um, shit, I started feeling better. Uh, ibuprofen to help get the fever down, even though I don't like taking fucking pe- petroleum byproducts like that. But well, one of the effects is it does help uh, reduce fever so when you stop hurting it's like oh well maybe it was worth it for a little yeah little slice there's just a lot of standing in the hot shower just oh yeah hour after hour like the hot water would run out i'd get out and like dry off and shiver and be like too hot too cold too hot too cold and wait like maybe 45 minutes for the water heater to fill back up or heat the water back up and then stand in the shower to more till it ran out no one man should take all them showers dude uh, hey, I mean, um, my water bill is worked into rent. Nice. So, Fuck them. Yeah. Got to get your money. Pay the same amount no matter what. So I might as well use a lot of it. Might as well sleep in the shower, man. Think about it. Shit, if it wasn't dangerous, Holmes. <laughs> wake up, Bruni. Dude, you wake up. You could die, bro. But you could die, though. You could drown, man. Doesn't that give it a little bit of, like, you know, exciting edge, though? Just get uh, one of those waterproof does, pillows. Holmes, but I dated this witch one time. That was enough danger for me, man. Oh, shit. No, um. And it sucked because it was like Halloween weekend and yeah. uh, birthday being the next day. Yeah. I was like, well, I, I do get off work on my birthday, but don't go to sleep. Not like I'm seven. I'm like unwrapping presents, but you know. Yeah, you know, I, birthday is still. Uh, the, the number associated with my age changed. So, yeah. Yeah. You gotta get something special. Yeah. You gotta, what What do the kids say nowadays? The, they treat yourselves. Is that what they say? They say it. I swear to God, I saw a commercial. I can't understand half the shit they say with when that they thing do say on it. Uh, somebody in marketing, when I was back at the coffee shop, somebody in marketing came to me with a gift card. Uh, gift card sleeve designs, and like she was just like looking for feedback from everybody. Like the little paper sleeve? Yeah, it's like the sleeve that they slide a gift card into when you buy it, you know? The vagina. Mm, like a paper vagina. And yeah. it just said, treat yourself. And I was like, eh. I was like, eh, is, uh, I don't know. I was like, I'm not the target demo for this. What about treat your meat? And she was like, well, everybody else loves it. And I'm like, then why do you fucking ask me? You know, I'm a yeah. weird fucking, you know, I'm not like plugged into the thing going on, right? Like, No, you're uh, what they were called normal. I'm like an old man to you people. Or like a. I think we need to like talk to some NPCs. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the solution. I still have a cough, so I'll still I still have to mute myself to cough. <laughs> Boomer, cotton gin in the chat. 
Like, oh, a bunch of boomers in here. Yeah, I've been booming. Booming, booming, booming. Shaking the rooming. Booming? A boomer inside your mom's bloomers? Hey, you gotta boom to bloom. Hey. You got to. You gotta bloom before you can zoom. You got to. So that, uh... Sort of scra- squonkified the uh, hog schedule too, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah. I was because the Sunday before, I thought I could at least um, sit at my uh, podcast rig and have the stream going and let Pfeiffer do all the talking, mm-hmm. and I just cue the music. But I hurt so bad I couldn't, I couldn't like stand and stoop over the desk or sit in the chair. Damn. And so I was like, I'm just opting for bed then. Yeah. And then, and then. I started to feel better and then started to feel worse. Like it, it was like waves, like a roller coaster. Yeah. And so by the time it was um, Monday afternoon, I was like, fuck, I can't do the show either. Damn it. Damn and it. So Carolyn was on there just flying solo. Mm. I heard but, the, the rumors and whispers, but I have been like away from my normal live thing. I've had like teaches, yeah. like a bunch of teaches in a row and it's so fucking weird what happens to me in teach mode is just like the weeks and that time frame. Like when I have teaches, I also have these other things I want to do outside of that. And like the week just goes boom real fast. And then like it'll be Friday and I'm getting out of my teach. And I'll be like, Oh, thank God. And then I'll be like, Oh shit. I didn't like, I didn't have time to listen to anything I want to listen to. I didn't have time to like I, my emails always fill up during teach weeks. And then I'm like, I hope you found time to, Sew the elbow patches on your tweed jacket. Ha! I did not. Oh. Thanks for reminding me. I just me imagine that. you having one that's kind of dusty, chalk dust on it. Write a note about that, actually. I mean, it could be other dust. We don't know. Um, but yeah, now I, now I have a little break from that, and I'm like catching up on stuff. And I caught up, uh, I actually caught up this week, even though I had to teach, I was like catching up on the um, Halloween episode Booberry did with Light Bright. And, uh, oh, yeah. Y'all's latest, um, the one that was called The Pain Tomato. Oh, was that the one that you hosted? Yeah, where, With uh, Carolyn? yeah, I was, I was grateful because, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, <laughs> wait, when did that happen? But then I forgot that I was dubbed as, uh, Spencer. Uh, my but, voice got like so much, Battles. so much velvetier. It's like, I can deal with this. <laughs> I can deal with this. Christopher Battles makes a valuable agent. Let me tell He's you. He's a magic man. He does it strictly value for value basis. And uh, shit, he got me hosting Hog Story. So, you know. It was Oop. crazy. It was like one second I was there and then poof, I was gone. <laughs> um, and that was like the equal opposite experience for me. I was like, whoa. How did I get here? Look at me now. It sure is smoky. I need to go take a take a little Adobe Audition razor blade to that. Get me the juicy parts. How do you... Oh, um, I have like one juicy part from that. Oh, resembles a pickle like that that's fascinating i don't know what it is but your your clips sound weird and i don't these balls look like you know you i don't know yeah that's wild no i'm playing it through this uh pocket operator Ah, engineering i'm like Uh, what are they doing i'm like how do you do that oh yeah it's it's this badass little fucking thing these balls look like you know you i don't know (laughs) <laughs> is that the uh the stim? No, it's uh it's a sixteen step sequencer, so it's got drum sounds you can put on here, and it's a sampler. It's got a line in and a line out, but it also has a um built in microphone, so I could just say something and um have it go so like 
Let me find one I can record over. Uh, give me, give me something to say. Uh, oh man, on the spot. Momo, no. Momo, no. Momo, no. Momo, no. Wow. I heard a metronome, so you get like a BPM. Momo, you can set. no. Yeah, when it's hooked up with the um, line out, it gives a metronome click. Ah. And there's a way to turn it off, but I'm not sure because it looks it looks like a pocket calculator. Really, with with two knobs on it. Knobs. I love knobs. It's got several buttons, and then um, so like that with the uh, Momo. I can I can adjust <laughs> okay. the pitch and formant gotcha. of the voice. Momo, no. I can also put effects on it, so like that's normal. But I could put it on fifth, where you got harmonies. Momo, no. Momo, no. But I can adjust the playback speed. And uh, that's how if I just set it to hold, you can. Ooh. And that's all with a Momo No clip. That's a versatile little tool, my man. And then little. A drum machine. You got effects for the drums too, like Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Momo no. Momo no. Momo. Don't do it. Don't do it, Momo. Go away from the light, Momo. But yeah, it does all sorts of crazy shit. And it it just um it's just a PCB board with buttons. I guess PCB board is redundant, isn't it? A PCB board? That's like an ATM machine. Yeah, precise, precisely. <laughs> I know one of them, yes. <laughs> yes, fucking acronyms. Uh... Yeah, it cost me $75, and uh, it came with a, a case to protect it and uh, have actual plastic buttons instead of the little tiny buttons that are just pressed onto the board. Mm. Actual buttons are the best type of buttons. Actual buttons and two actual knobs. Knobs? I'm a big sucker for knobs. Dude, I'm a big sucker of knobs. Oh. Mm. <laughs> See, some for some reason, knobs is the lowest score in cribbage that you can get and it still be a point, but... I have a an actual knob. <laughs> Based as fuck. This Motu... I love it, but it only has three knobs, and it's like, really? Uh, you could really do more knobs, honestly. Yeah, honestly. My old Behringer X1204 USB, that motherfucker had some knobs on it, dude. Dozens of knobs, I'm talking about. Dozens? It had sliders, but goddamn, it had a gang of knobs. Sliders and knobs? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, everything was physical on a board. Let me hear your body talk. <laughs> It was talking, it was saying uh, something like Twist my knobs. <laughs> um, you sent me a, a bread basket of clippy clips. I did. And I was just curious if there was like a story or a uh, origin. Well, or there what is, uh, but I purposefully made the titles vague okay. uh, just for the surprise element. Okay. And um, the numbering system, so if you find the one that's 
BWB 001. Yeah. The setup. Uh, yeah. Sh- should I set up the setup or should I just play it? No, you could just play it. Like it is a setup. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm being set up. So let's look at one game that we know of now today that's uh, actually a sport, requires athletics and dexterity, and uh, a little bit of strategy and things too. Let's talk about bowling. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. 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 Now, this dovetails into the conversation y'all had recently of uh, what sports should be televised. Yeah. Maybe? No, actually, I, I just found these today. Just oh, random okay. uh, YouTube suggestion. It it must have heard me say bowls with buds multiple times. Uh, it's like, hey, would you like to uh, yeah. watch this here video? <laughs> so, you're, <laughs> so you're a bowler, we heard. Huh. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> okay well uh yeah. number two number, then number two yeah number two did you know the ancient egyptians played bowling no over five thousand years ago in fact it'll go back a little farther than that you'll see bowling can be traced to an ancient to ancient egypt it was popular game practiced in ancient egypt over five thousand years ago and ancient egyptians played a game in a large hall there was a cross between bowling and lawn balls. Many people know about lawn bowling and so on. However, the two people played at once, one at either end of a four-meter long lane. So here you can see a depiction of part of it here with an Egyptian actually holding something in, in a posture that looks just like bowling balls. Now that's amazing. On the left here is Musée de la Bowl, and this is to actually muse yourself or amuse yourself by playing with a ball. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I took one screenshot from this video and I'll put it in the chat room. Okay. Was it the visual he was trying to give just now? Yeah, with the the Egyptian and his bowling stance. Oh, sure. Wow, he looks ready to rock. That's a modern-ass bowler. Yeah, with a fucking candelabra on his head. It looks like he's just got a thumb in there, though. Maybe. If he's got any holes in the ball at all, now now I'm mm. second guessing myself. It looks like I can't see his thumb, so I'm thinking thumb hole. It might be a thumb hole. Hmm. Ancient yeah. Egypt, huh? Well, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know. Fuck ancient Egypt. Yeah, but you know, I'm starting to reconsider that. Like they, they, uh, like maybe don't fuck them, or you know, hey, they already go, fucked themselves. Maybe go fuck them. You know what I'm saying? But you know, <laughs> I bet Cleopatra was surprisingly easy. Well, you know, if they're bowling, if they're bowling, you know, we can. Okay. Yeah, they're doing more than just bowling. I mean, they. Uh, well, I think one of the other clips talks about it with um, different different types of activities. Ooh, uh, different yeah. types of activities. Should I play clip three? Yeah, sure. Irregardless, let's just get into uh, this wait, here. Wait, pause it. In the- that word, irregardless. Irregardless. So, regardless, you're without regard, but then you got an ear on the front of it, an IR. So now it's without without regard. That's a double negative. I'm positive. Without regardless. You can't do that. I am positive that uh, you can't do that. This man's irregardlessness is... Irregardless. Uh, regard my ears. Regard these nuts. <laughs> old man in the chair. Talking about Egyptian bowling. He does sound like an old man. And I had to cut out all the pauses. There was so many pauses. Oh, yeah. It's easy to pause when you're talking about... Something like uh, like bowling. Ancient stone bowling. Precisely. Well, 
regardless of that, maybe we should hear the <laughs> clip in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in light. Irregardless, let's just get into this here. In the 1930s, a British anthropologist, Sir Flinders Petrie, very famed, Great name. discovered all sorts of primitive bowling balls, among a lot of other things. He found bowling pins and other materials in the grave of an Egyptian boy from 3200 B.C. So it appears that the ancient Egyptians played a primitive form of bowling, and that bowling is more than 5,200 years old, because we're in the year 2000. No That's, shit. Uh, quite a feat. That's hell More recently, Professor Etta yeah. Bresciani, an Egyptologist at the University of Pisa, and a team found evidence of an ancient Egyptian game that was a mixture of bowling, billiards, and lawn bowls, and was played at Narmothios in the Fayum region, which we've talked about mummies from recently. Mummies from? Some 90 kilometers south of Cairo. It was played in a spacious room that seems to be the prototype of a modern bowling hall. The room was part of a structure, perhaps a residential building, which dated from the Roman period, specifically between the 2nd and 3rd century A.D., and inside the room was a lane and two stone balls. The lane was about 4 meters long, 20 centimeters wide, and 10 centimeters deep, and there was 10 centimeter centimeters huh? square huh? opening huh? at its center. We're all the balls confused had now. different diameters. One fitted exactly the square opening. The other could run smoothly along the lane. So they were using them in a few different ways. Ooh, a few different mm. ways. A few. Yeah, how do you combine billiards, bowling, and lawn bowls? Lawn bowls. See, I always heard it uh, called bocce ball. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Oh, we call it the bocce ball. Uh, the bocce ball. You throw in the ball, you throw in the more balls, or two the ball. Easy game to play. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, so easy Italians can do it. <laughs> it's pretty fucking easy right there. The first time I ever played bocce ball was actually, I didn't use bocce balls, I used croquet balls, because I was out playing croquet, and then some guy was like, mm. you know, we're drinking beers, and he was like, you ever play bocce ball? And I was like, no. And then you we mean used, croquet? Yeah. Croquet, yeah. Croquet all the way. <laughs> Sorry, I threw it off. <laughs> <laughs> you made a gay joke. Now we got a pause. Constant need for funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me, man. Oh, uh, would we? Were... This is a professional bowler. There's <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, yeah, when we got rolling in along, I'm playing the clip off of the ISO board, so like. I can kill the clip, but there's no way for me to pause it. Mm. Once we get rolling, I got to roll all the way through or else I got to start it over. But um, this this lane, this four meters, that doesn't seem long at all. No, that's it doesn't. Like, that's like a, uh, what, a 12 foot, 13 foot lane? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you're, you're just standing there in each other's faces if if you're bowling back and forth. Like if, if what they're implying is that there's like a dude standing on each side. And you're yeah. like whipping balls Did I send back and a forth. fourth clip? Oh, yes, yes. I think I did. There is a yeah, fourth clip. I think he talks about um, more about uh, that, the how it was played or something. I want to know clip. about this because it sounds like an intensely short distance. Ancient Egyptians played a bowls-like game as far back as 7200 B.C., which spread across the Mediterranean. 
Bashani says the game was played by two players positioned at two ends of the lane. One would throw the smaller ball, the other the bigger one. They would throw the balls at the same time, and most likely the bigger ball was thrown along the lane to prevent the smaller ball from entering the hole at the center. Yeah. Classic. Huh. Like real life. Yeah, no, cock blocking. The game. <laughs> yeah. Block- By Mattel. Blocking balls. Uh, based in BC pilled, I noticed. Yes. I didn't even uh, realize that was going to be like a foreshadow when I said it at the beginning. <laughs> and now you get the smaller ball, I get the bigger ball. <laughs> you try and put your ball in this here hole. You always get the bigger ball. I want the bigger ball. Put a ball against the ball and knock them. <laughs> There's some great stuff in here. Gutter balls. Yeah. Gutter balls. Some of them were taken from the longer clips, and some of them were just taken throughout, because if you couldn't tell by that guy, it's almost as if he's trying to put you to sleep. Pounding balls. Uh-huh. <laughs> he could, he could uh, despite pounding balls, put me to sleep. Muse yourself or amuse yourself by playing with a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I choose muse. <laughs> <laughs> Given the option. Two stone balls. Two stone balls. Two stone balls. I mean, the balls had different diameters. Sounds like a Tuesday night to me. Hey, yeah, it does. How to play bocce ball. Now, now C-Dubs has given us the wiki how. Apparently <laughs> there are 13 fucking steps. That seems like way more steps than I remember. There's a lot of steps. And why are they 13 doing 13 a- steps? What is bocce ball like a fucking uh, Alcoholics Anonymous program? Oh my god, there's a hammer and nail involved in this how to play bocce ball. Like, uh, you gotta knock a court together? I don't think so. There's just a big ass. You better eat fast and stuff those cheeks. Sorry. Didn't actually mean to play that one that time. You know how WikiHow always has, like, the picture on every step? And this has step two for choose your teams? And there's, like, a fireman's carry going on in the middle of the step. You know, a fireman's carry where you, like, each person grabs their left wrist and then. And then a guy just pointing, like, you. Like, you. You be my no, fireman carry guy, man. Not you. You. C-Dub says it talks about ancient Egypt, too. It does? Well, fuck that. Everything's ancient Egypt. They're like, the ice cream cone. You thought it came from the St. Louis World's Fair, but actually, ancient Egyptians recently, we discovered that they, too, had ice cream cones. Actually, it was discovered that in ancient Iraq, they did have ice so it's feasible to combine that ice <laughs> with sugar and cream to make ice cream in the Levant. These, mother- these motherfuckers. 13 steps to jack off, Serpent says. You know, well, I think that probably 13 is like when they start monetizing your WikiHow and like 12 or less you don't get it monetized. Yeah, and that's suddenly everything like, is 13 steps. Yeah, It's like how every fucking YouTuber makes a 10 minute video. It's like 10 minutes, 3 seconds. 13 steps to count to 10. 13 steps. <laughs> One, open this web page. <laughs> two, get two, comfy. Two, you're going to be here a while. Go into your settings and turn off all third party uh, <laughs> uh, blockers and enable third party cookies. Turn JavaScript on. Thank you. <laughs> Choose to throw the ball, cupping it from the top. Instead of from the bottom. Oh, is that a rule? And lobbing it in the same way. It's like, here's how I got taught, right? It's just guys smoking cigars and drinking beers in the yard, and they were like, uh, you throw this ball 
first, and then we all throw, everybody takes a turn throwing a ball, tries to get the close to that first ball. And it was croquet balls. It wasn't this like tiny yeah. ball and all the big balls. These guys are actually bowling the bocce ball. I like step five, the picture for step five. The guy's, looks like he's touching the other guy's wrist. Like, yeah. how's the carpal tunnel today, Jim? <laughs> Decide which team gets to invade the other team's personal space. <laughs> well, looks like the blue team wins. Oh, my God. Measure which team's bocce is closest to the jack. Well, how is She's he measuring it? Jack. It looks like he has this weird uh, expandable arrow advi- uh, device that he's using to measure the ball versus the jack. The jack ball distance, uh, we call it. It's not even a... It doesn't even look like a, a string. Like, there's any slack. He's just like, zip. Yeah. It's just like one of those uh, lighter leash type of expand and contract situations. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's my special bocce jack-to-ball measuring device. You didn't go to bocce before playing? <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? What is the actual fuck? You didn't go to Giuseppe's bocce ball supply emporium? Continue playing until a team gets 12 points. Alternately, <laughs> alternately, play until a team reaches either 15 or 21. What the fuck? I can just pick one. Like, pick a number, like any number. Oh, it could be it's uh, 15 or 21. Or 12, but nothing else. You're playing it wrong. What if I want to play to 69? If the bocce ball is touching the jack, it's typically typically called a kith. <laughs> now kith. Now kith. Now kith. <laughs> it's both kithing my jack. That's the kind I like, though. What if you go over? Uh, It's one point at a time, right? No way to go over. There's a plenty of community Q&A. Can I just play in a yard? Yes, of course. You can play <laughs> anywhere you that can. you'd like. It's also a popular beach game. Like, here. Can I play the ball off the wooden sides of the court? Yes, you can play a ball off the rail. It makes for some very fun shots. Oh, there's even a video in case you didn't get it. That's the kind for oh, me. Oh, yeah, you I, need I video. Yeah, video aid. Yeah. Horrible. Terrible. I want to play to 10 because I'm a caveman. I don't go into the teens for games. No. You get real precise with the scoring and play with decimals. Oh, man. You only got point eight. That would be rough. That would just fuck out all the shit. I can't do floating points. Nope. No floats, baby. I error out. Pounding balls. <laughs> oh, three ways to jump rope. Now we're just wiki-howing. Oh, there's three ways to jump rope? I, I feel like I know more than three ways just myself. Oh, they're Does talking tripping about... and hitting your face on the gym floor count as a step? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're recording audio of it. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, my face hitting the gym floor. <laughs> <laughs> you triggered clips from the future. Oh, method one is jump by yourself, but method two is do tricks. Uh, Turn tricks. You're still by yourself. jump rope. Uh, method three, jump with rope turners. Oh. Why isn't method four jump doing tricks with rope turners? Like what? If they cheated on method one and two, why don't you stretch it out? Oh my god, now we have how to milk a cow, how to play cribbage. You should be playing cribbage. You ever play cribbage? No. Mm -mm. Ooh. I'll teach you how to play cribbage next time when we hang out. It sounded dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this motherfucker. Mail. Milk a cow. Final answer, says C-Dubs in the chat. He wants to know how. <laughs> well, step one is find a cow, I'm sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, that should be step one. And I can't even get to step one, really, because I, I don't have a cow. Yep, securing the cow and cleaning <laughs> the udder. Oh, that's after finding it, though. So now here it has multiple methods. There's method one, method two, method three. Oh, my God, he's getting a doctor glove on and really going at it. Oh, man. Milk a cow by mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gentle humane way vegans will do this uh method yeah and you know if it's cows uh, love it exactly if it's milk uh if it's mouth milked milk then it's cruelty free and it's uh vegan friendly it creates a positive bond between you and your bovine friend that's right look this guy's touching the cow's ass with his fucking quagmire junior chin i always thought that's why people got into 4-h club in the first place yeah. Just to touch cow's ass. Securing the cow and cleaning the udder. Clean, uh, step three here. Clean the teats with soapy water or iodine. Uh, I'll pick uh, soapy water, I think. Yeah. Ow. You don't want to. I don't want iodine. Like, make I personally wouldn't purple? want iodine on my nipples. No. Um, so every, I wouldn't put them on a cow's. Every time I've tried it, it's like it's impossible to get off afterwards. Yeah. And you got fucking magenta nipples for four days. Dry the teats before milking. Do not milk the cow if her teats are still wet, because the soap and water may drip down into the milk bucket and contaminate the milk. Oh, that's a good point. Soapy milk? <laughs> no, thank you. No, thanks. These nipples are made for milking, and that's just what they'll do. And one of these days, these nipples will squirt all over you. I've been hoping and waiting. Now it says here, protect or lubricate your hands. Why not both? Yeah. Your hands can carry bacteria. Why do I need unprotected lubrication or protection sans lubrication? Yeah, you're going to protect and then go in dry? That seems... Yeah, I mean... Inconsiderate to the recipient of your protection, (laughs) let's say. There's a product called Udder Cream. I have some upstairs, actually, yeah. Mm. It's got the cow... uh, Udder Balm or Udder Butter. Yeah, Udder Butter. I have that, too. I have a couple Udders. I have eczema on like my fingers and shit, so I'm always buying like oh yeah different lubrication supplies, and nothing really helps actually. But I get it on my arms. Like, I'm like, well, maybe this will work. It don't fingertips and such. Yeah, it's kind of getting silly today actually. Now that I now that I talk about it, yuck, gross, weird. Step five: wrap a hand around two of the four teats. Oh, double teat. Yeah, he's double teating it. I've never seen the huh. double teat method. That's fucking genius. Milk until the quarter that you're milking looks deflated. Oh, man. Wow. Socks in the wind. That's when you can tell she's <laughs> not having fun anymore. <laughs> All the teats are socks in the wind. <laughs> Move on to milk the other two teats. Milking with a machine. We're going to experiment with that this round, aren't we? I am, yeah. Yeah. I'm not invited, I guess. An automated sucker. It's a machine. <laughs> I mean, if you want to put it on, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you can do. I can adjust the settings, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's suck, there's really suck, and there's super suck. <laughs> I think I saw this on the Animatrix. We can work our way up to super suck. You know, we don't have to start right off at super suck. <laughs> no. You better shut up before I get into super soak. <laughs> <laughs> The balls had different diameters. <laughs> I have large, shapely nipples. I have ever since I was born. Yeah, I've never done machine milking. I'd do it. 
Step it's in, just been manual. Step into the machine. Well, uh, with the human uh, machine milker that we had, it was like squeeze pump. A human machine milker. Other than your <laughs> fingers. Yeah. I had a the manual breast pump. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, where you have to keep squeezing it. Where, yeah, you get fucking carpal tunnel. Oh, you get carpal the, tunnel like two minutes when in. When the bottle is like a third of the way full. <laughs> yeah. You have like not even enough to fill a shot glass. And you're like, fuck, my knuckles are hurting. Oh, not knuckles. Well, I guess tag team Sonic. He'll do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> do you tag him in? Go ahead, bro. If only I would have been thinking about that. Well, a lot of people don't think about knuckles anymore. Uh, knuckles yeah. is actually my favorite of Sonic Boom. When you have kids, then you have like uh, a reintroduction to all the cartoons that have come out in the last whatever. That you've, oh, okay. That you've totally is Sonic missed. Boom a, a show? Sonic Boom is a show, and it's like uh, semi-recent, I think. Yeah. Semi. What's yeah. it on? Something in the last. Uh, I don't know. Don't we always steal it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> right. Let's see. Sonic Boom. Do do do. Oh, that's. It's funny though, and. Uh, Knuckles is like a kind of like a dumb jock character kind of guy, which really works. Oh, okay. He's just like, it just really works for him. It premiered in uh, November 2014. It's much oh. more of like a comedic kind of take on everything in the Sonic world. You know, like the original anime is like, most animes are like serious and action. And yeah. There's a little humor in there, you know, but it's always like to start or end an episode. It's not, you know, like there's always like an intense action scene. Uh, Sonic Boom is like, it's... It's funny the whole time, even when they're fighting Robotnik or whatever's going on. And uh, that's what I appreciate about it. Uh, did you ever play any of the uh, games on Sega? I did. I had the original on Sega. Um, and then I had the original... No, I want to say Sonic and Hedgehog 2 I had on Game Gear. Oh, yeah. I think it was 2. It might have been 3 now that I think about it. It was either 2 or 3. And now we have one on the PlayStation. That's right. Yeah, we have the remake on PlayStation. I played one at my friend's house that was on GameCube, and it was like, it was one of the first things that Shadow was in. You remember Shadow? Uh-uh. He's like the edgy goth know. Sonic. He's like oh. black and red. He's like black and like, maybe it was red and purple or something. Mm. He was very emo. Oh, I vaguely remember seeing an image of it. Yeah, but I didn't know uh, where it was from. That's right. Okay. So his name was Shadow. Shadow. Does he talk like that too? Like, uh, trying to be like Alec Baldwin? I don't remember. If he talked, to be honest with you. Shoot, I'm looking at this, and I uh, maybe it was Sonic the first for Game Gear. Maybe it was the first one. Was Tails ever in the first one, or was it just strictly Sonic? I think it was Tails strictly was in, Sonic. Tails wasn't was in Tails Sonic was in 2. Yeah, yeah, it must have been 2 then, because I know I can play as Tails. Tails never fails, because you can just Until he did. F- like fly through the whole level, essentially. <laughs> Up on the top. Now, isn't um, Sonic the Hedgehog owned by Nintendo, or is all of Sega? Uh, owned by Nintendo. I'm not sure, but Sonic is in all of like the Super Smashes now, and like Mario yeah, Sonic and Olympics. I remember, and I remember uh, buying Sega games on the uh, the Wii Store. Yeah, what's up with that these days? I think they bought them. I think they bought them out. That's what happened. Wasn't like, there a racing game, a Sonic racing game, or something? Yeah, I think that was Sonic Mario, also, right? Or maybe I don't know. Now. It was before it was it. it was on the. Genesis, I want to say. Or maybe it came out way after Sonic Racing. When Nintendo bought Sega, how a simple misunderstanding caused a stock market crisis. Wow. Sega. I didn't know. 
I didn't know that uh, on December 27th, 2000, the New York Times ran a story which reported that a merger between Sendo, Nintendo and Sega was imminent. Imminent. Or rather that Nintendo was in advanced talks to purchase its rival for a figure of in the region of $2 billion. $2 billion. Um, yeah. That's a lot of money. And everyone freaked their shit, I guess. What day of the know. week was that? Uh, I don't know. December 27th, 2000. I'd have to relook it up. So long ago. I could do it. I could do it. Uh, it's when the tower still stood. Oh, shit. You're right. If you think about it. Wednesday. It was a Wednesday. Blue Wednesday. I remember now because yeah. Christmas was on a Monday that year. Monday. Monday. I couldn't remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the Y2K had happened just to... Everyone was yeah, like, oh, fresh we, on our minds. we didn't die, and so the Christmas was extra bright and uh, sh- uh, great that year. The Christmas before the towers fell. Uh, you heard the pins knock, because Booberry's a-talking. Uh, when Booberry's a-talking, those pins go a-knocking. 17776 out of Boo CLI, and he said, uh, he said, Spencer, could this be of use for you for the clipslet? A way to post ISOs to the Fediverse and have them in- post in the podcast index. Holy shit. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe I've been doing this all wrong. See, one of the things of the clip slip that's kind of hung things up is like, how do we save the clips or how do we database the clips? Like, I would like it to be decentralized where people like, you know, store their own fucking clips, but we have access to them somehow, which, you know, RSS would be good or like something like that, where it's like, I don't want to have to store everybody's clips on my own server. There's something spooky going around these here parts. Oh my god. And so what he has essentially hooked up here is a Podverse link to a Mastodon toot from spook.social that uh apparently that you can boost. Oh nice. Yep. Um I understand I accept. How do I Shows up like an episode? I don't have any goddamn sats in my Podverse at this second. Yeah, and it shows up as an episode with an episode summary that's just the link to spook.social. This is crazy. I'll have to uh, this might be uh, what we need. Yeah. Boost after boost killed the link based. Podve. All right. I can, uh, uh, yeah, I'll post the full link. Oh, Cotton Gen already beat me to it. God, I'm such a boomer. Look at that. Bunch of boomers around here. I'll put it in the show notes too. Show them notes who's boss. Please. Yeah. So the clip slit. I fucking haven't really thought about that for ages. Um, in any, like, I've thought about it passively as, like, I still want it, you know, but I haven't, like, dug into it because of other things that I've been... It got reprioritized. ...banging my head against the wall. Yeah. Ah, god damn. I want all these toys, and but you gotta make them, you know? Which I'm not, like, the best at. Is Fletcher okay? Did we lose Fletcher? Fletcher? I am here. Okay. I'm listening oh, to my good. neighbors. They're uh, being uncharacteristically loud. Ooh. Uh-oh. This is why we care. Hey, I was trying to see what they were talking about, but I, I, I couldn't make it out. <laughs> you just sneak the mic under their door or something. I, uh... <laughs> now broadcasting your fight to the No Agenda stream. Pay no attention to this, uh, dick-shaped object. <laughs> <laughs> C-Dub says they must be fucking. Out in the yard? I hope so. <laughs> Animals can't be the only ones doing it. It's the third, pl- the third best place to fuck. Out in the yard. Unless you're in prison. Well, that Ouija can sure pull a girl's leg. <laughs> if you're in prison, it's the seventh best place, but that's another story. That's the first best place. 
Which big when? golden <laughs> stick? <laughs> not in prison. Not in prison. Yeah, oh, not well, in prison. I think the first place, best place is a bed. Any bed. I do not want to go to jail. <laughs> Please no. No jail for you. No, no jail for you. Uh, instead, I give you voicemail. What about that? Oh. How do you feel oh, about that? Well, how do you, you know, feel, how do you feel about a vocal mail? I do like them. I um, really do. So all I could say is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, when you put it that way, let's get right to it. You all, you too could leave a voicemail just by picking up your phone and calling 816-607-3663 like uh, this person did. <laughs> oh, love that message. Anyway, yep, out here getting it on. Nice. I'm a little bit sweet, but I've definitely been stony today. Good. So, yeah. hope you all are having a great one. Just wanted to pass on some good vibes and goodness to you. <laughs> Have a great day. Hell yeah, you have a great day, sir. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the wonderful vibes. Oh yeah. Those, Good vibes, man. Those vibes, they they came through. They go through the clean feed, they go out there to Noah Gen Nation and to the bowlers and to the hogaroos on the hog street. I mean this this these vibes, dude, they're like spread across the interwebs in so many different ways simultaneously. It's incredible. Puff puff past the vibes. Yes. It's electric. It's electrifying. C-Dub says, uh, bed is number one, shower is number two. Actually, he said, I don't want to misquote him, he said bed and shower are top two. He did not order them. But, I don't know. <laughs> like, I know I know that most fucking goes down in beds, but there's a reason for that. It's the best place to do it. <laughs> there's other activities that go down in bed also. This is true. Such as, uh... Pissing the night away. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got kids, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what goes down in beds, but fucking never fucking should? Mm. Eating crackers. <laughs> oh. Somewhere else! Please! Yeah. But sometimes it's so convenient. Ugh. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then your feet find them. Like, you think the bed's clean, but then your feet oh find them God. way down in the sheets, and you're like, Can you feel that? <laughs> You spend five minutes brushing the crumbs out of the bed while you're in the bed, right? So that's a losing battle because your knees are making little fucking craters that the crumbs are just running to, <laughs> crawling under your knees. So then you can feel it too. Like you shift your knees and they're just like going, oh yeah, yeah, he's shifting. Go under, go under. And you're fucking like, knees are just itching and you're like, no, no. So then you get off of the bed and you're like, swipe, swipe, swiping these fucking crumbs. Then you swipe them off the bed, and for some reason, it's like those little frogs you get with tickets at the fucking pizzeria, and uh, you flick their little ass and oh, yeah, they hop. Like, That's what the yeah. crumbs do. You brush them this way, and they jump the opposite direction. They're like, <laughs> doing, doing, deeper, deeper. He's trying to brush us off deeper toward the center of the bed. Oh, my God. It makes me furious. And then they multiply. Yeah. Well, crumbs. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Crumbs, when you so sit you on them, become uh, smaller, more angry little crumbs. Would you say this to the cracker crumbs then? You've woken up the demon. Enemy! Yes. Yes, I would. You know what cracker crumbs become? It's horrible, but I can tell you. Cracker crumbs become? cracker crumbs in your bed become ass, thigh, and back zits. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's what they fucking turn into. That's how it works. Have you ever 
pops it and like a little skin pearl comes out of there, like a tiny little little thing. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, you mean like it's kind of hardened over time? Yeah, yeah. And you just like push it out of the skin. It's just like boom, little little tiny, almost translucent skin pearl. Yeah. Those are like, black, like microscopic. Like blackheads, right? Kind of do that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of uh, skin imperfections apparently do that. Yeah. But what if that's why aliens abduct us? Like we abduct oysters and get <laughs> pearls from them. <laughs> They're getting these skin pearls from us that probably power their, uh, you know, space folder or whatever. You know, now that you put it like that, makes nothing but sense. Yeah, and that's why they're looking in our butts. <laughs> I didn't think that's the source. You think they hide more in here? Like, surely this is where they all come from, right? It smells like that's where they all come from. They probably, yeah, because, I mean, why would you push them out of the pores of your skin when you've got... This giant gaping pore back here. <laughs> this is the biggest pore of all. I should have the biggest pearls. This is the biggest pore. Yeah. These pearls aren't the same color. What's the what, what, These, what's yeah. going on here? These pearls are like halfway melted crayons. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They are like that. They be like that sometime, yeah. It reminds me of when I was like quite young, uh pre adolescence, and my dad was at a Perkins. And he was explaining how uh, constipation and turtle head worked with, like, <laughs> the last inch and a half of a chicken tender <laughs> and the crack between his fingers. And I was laughing so uncontrollably that tears were streaming down my face. You know where you just, like, lose it and you're just gone skiing? Yeah. And you're, like, falling out of the booth for, for, uh, <laughs> practically. And my dad was just, like, he was just going. He just, like, kept going with the whole description. He had like a napkin with like how this is like how the uh, turtle head becomes, you know, the the Hershey <laughs> Highway or whatever on your pants. He just kept going. It was like he, he never had this part where you should stop. Like he just was like, <laughs> I don't know why with that, with that, with your poo humor, you brought me back. Poop story. <laughs> <laughs> it was like yeah. uh when your dad also was explaining rectum rockets to the midwife, oh and then she, she didn't laugh, so he did said it again. <laughs> <laughs> thought, I don't know thought, if you heard yeah. <laughs> rectum rocket or not. I thought she didn't hear him or didn't get it or something. And so he like said it again and then tried to further explain it. Yeah. <laughs> no, see, what I said was rectum rocket. <laughs> That's uh, quite a feat. <laughs> oh my god yeah that's, that's play poop <laughs> I think the term is play-doh not play poop mm, play poop you play poop you brought poop <laughs> I mean it never leaves actually that's tra- it travels around with you right at all times unless you go on it like does. a hunger strike well I'm going hungry <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I don't mind stealing bread. How has life at the old uh, music shop been lately? Is things slowing down from its like uh, normal craziness of the? Because I know it gets hot no. during like late summer and back to school. But do yeah, you... so the summer before school starts, yeah, it's like busy, busy. Yeah, and then once school's in, it's still busy because of football games. Oh, sure. So people are just breaking their shit constantly because constantly they... dropping them yeah. out of the bleachers. Running into each other, dropping them in a parking lot. Yeah. Standing or, out in the rain with them. You get or the infamous, that? I don't know what happened. It was like that when I took it out of my case. Oh, of course, right. 
And that's There's what they a lot tell of that going on. They tell that to their parents, they tell that to their band teacher, and they tell that to you. Yeah. Because you got to tell them, like, look, straight. like, look, I'm not ratting you out or nothing, but I need to know what you did to this thing <laughs> so I can fix it. Like, I know it might have been like that when you took it out of the case today. <laughs> but what'd you do to it before you put it in the case? And eventually it'll be like, oh, uh, I stepped on it or some other shit like that. It's like, yeah, because closing the lid on your fucking plastic saxophone case isn't going to shove the fucking post down into the body. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole whole point of the case, retard. Yeah, yeah. SKB does make a a fine product, and they will protect your instrument. That's why you you pay just a damn about as much for the case as you do for the instrument, right? Unless some Chinese asshole is out there making (laughs) instrument damaging cases that randomly and spontaneously damage your instrument. Just to get when you, you open it, and you're like, hell, I don't know. It's like that. I took it out of case. <laughs> oh, you got one of them Chinese practical joke cases. <laughs> You've been praise, pick, case pranked, bro. Huh. Damn it. That was so, so much better in my head. <laughs> like everything I say on this show. Ah, the noodle crowd your brain. <laughs> it just got right in there. Yeah. Well, um, so oh, and then, then with football season, there's also marching contests. Right. Everybody um, uh, gets all stressed out about that, but it is starting to to wane. You shift a bit. kind of toward this time of year, but we'll be totally done with it by Christmas time. Is where well, you then, shift into like concert band, where yeah, th- most of the retards stop playing. Only the serious kids are still playing, and it's like most of those kids just like need to practice just to get the notes right and stuff, and they they're like not into like lightsabering with their instrument or throwing it off trombone of slides. Yeah. They're not horsing around. They're like trying to get a scholarship or something. Uh, for the most part, um, shit still happens. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You know, I mean, I did concert hit band too. The music stand. Like <laughs> I wasn't concert trying to season. Get a, I wasn't trying to get no scholarship. That's when kids sit on their flutes and clarinets is concert season. Oh, uh, they'll just put them in their chair and for forget about it. Go get a drink or? of water and come uh, back and, Oh, well, it's not vertically sitting down on it. No. Okay. I, I was just mildly intrigued, let's say. No, it's not like that. I mean, it might be in the more prestigious professional organizations, but hmm. not school. Like, oh, I forgot to uh, move my whoops. instrument, if you know what I'm saying. I put my flute on the vertical stand and accidentally sat on I it. I accidentally spread my butt cheek uh, to the left. It happens all the time. All the time. <laughs> it was like that when I got it out of the case. It was in my butt. Yeah, you just spread your cheeks. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. But Christmas, I try and um, get some of the instruments I don't want to do during the summer in, like the stuff they just finished marching with that mm. they're not going to use for concert season, like like the horrific melophone whoever invented that thing like what the fuck was wrong with you i don't know who did someone did i don't know if he had a melophones melophone. and marching baritones okay oh that, yeah that kind of shit and they're Look usually the silver plated so i'll do a, do the old polish job on them mm. shine them up yeah yeah i'd imagine sousaphone uh, has to be like one of the biggest pains in the ass oh yeah especially we're in a small shop Right. So yes. the the metal tub 
that I clean the instruments in is a little too small for a sousaphone. Mm-hmm. So I've got to like do it in sections. I'll put it in there, gun it out, start polishing it off and like turn it over, polish a little bit and turn it over, polish a little bit and turn it over. Then I have to pick it up and turn it around. Then you've got to empty that motherfucker of the water that you've inevitably oh, uh, gotten inside yeah. of it. And you're just turning this thing over and over and over to make sure all the water gets out. Cause that's the last thing you want to do is spend all that time cleaning it, polishing it, putting it back together, not getting your fingerprints on it, not getting grease or oil all over the thing. You, and then we put them in big plastic bags uh, with a strip of paper that's got this powder on it. It prevents the silver from oxidizing. Ooh. Um, but the last thing you want to do is get it in that fucking plastic bag, get the silver strip in there, tie it up, push all the air out of it, and then you pick it up to put it in the case and you hear... Ugh. Like water inside a fucking waterbed. You're oh, like, God no. damn it. Because like some little slide crook, you know, had just enough water in there and you didn't turn it over enough times to get it out. So then you got to take it out and dry it off and you can't use that bag. Because if you ever tried to dry the inside of a plastic bag, you can't. It can't. It doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. It's it's made to keep moisture out, but also in. Yeah. There's just not enough paper towels in the world for that kind of job. And if you leave water in there, it's going to stink because it's going to be in there until marching season next year. You know, I never appreciated when I was back when I was in band, but I'm looking at a picture of a sousaphone now at how many fucking U-bins those things have. Like, I just, I remember oh, yeah. like the double coil loop that, you know, the dude would wear around your his shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. And then the big ass bell, of course, like where the wump wumps come out. But <laughs> there's like... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight bins or something in that thing? Well, you got three valves on the thing. So, yeah. And you got a tuning slide for each valve plus a main tuning slide. Jesus. And then each one of those bins, like once a fucking retard band student realizes that brass is soft. Oh, no. They'll start hitting it with their mouthpiece. They'll try to push dents in with their thumbs. Some dumb fucking drooling motherfuckers, like, actually bite their horns. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, especially trombones. Like, what the fuck is wrong with trombone player kids? Uh, a lot. Where, There's a, a lot, lot Because I was a, I was, believe it or not, I played trombone that, in school. <laughs> it surprises me absolutely none at all. Not at all. I, I fit see, the bill. I could see you but, being a tromboner, 100%. Dude, trombones do it in seven different positions. <laughs> But yeah, they'll like right on the trombone, I guess, because you're standing it on the hand slide and the tuning slide's like right at face level. They're just biting into the tuning slide. <laughs> just because you'll, uh, you'll see like all these bite marks in the tuning slide. Like, what the fuck, kid? You got to chew on something. I guess, but I mean. You can just chew on your gloves or something. What happened to chewing on pencils? They've got all these like uh, autistic toys now that you just buy, like the fucking fidget everything. Oh, yeah. You just make I've one seen that those where can... like. Chew on switches. Yeah. Yeah. Just make a little big like, kid teethers. Yeah. The big, big kid <laughs> teethers. <laughs> the teenage toddler teether. Oh my God. And make one that looks like a pack of cigarettes. Ooh. I, I was looking for one for our little John. Because he has that little jacket that's like plaid with the hood. Yeah. It's got that perfect breast pocket for a pack of smokes. <laughs> And I was like, uh, I have y'all have y'all seen the um the movie Adam's Family Values? No. It was the second Adam's Family movie from the nineties. I've seen. Okay, I may have seen it. 
but okay, I've seen promotional imagine, materials for it for sure, but I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, okay. I imagine um, young John <laughs> looks like the baby from that movie where he's already got a mustache. <laughs> yep. <laughs> C-dubs in the chat suggests gum. No. Gum, no. That's what normal <laughs> adults chew on. No, you no, can't no, no, no. chew gum and band. This needs to be some kind of a rubber slash pro- plastic product made in China that is oh, neon a colored. Eraser? A pencil eraser. Now we're getting closer. But it's got to have the word fidget in it, right? Like yeah. fidget chewer. And it has to be resilient. So like, uh, you know. There's an actual term. Sensory. It's like fidget a. Fidget masticator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Oh, it looks like we have another uh, voicemail hot, fresh Ooh. baked in the voicemail box. I'm hot, fresh baked. That's what I like to hear. So is this caller, I bet you. <laughs> oh, love that message. Whoops. That was the one Whoops. we already heard. Hey, bowlers. Hey. Uh, hey. Wow. Trying to find a spot to leave the voicemail without missing good con- uh, content. Um, where? Yeah, busy, busy time. <laughs> yeah, tell me but, where that uh, was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fletcher, when he mentioned the... Uh, Graveyard exploration. Ooh. Uh, pro tip: carry a roll of paper towels and uh, where a couple of matching bottles, two liter um, handles of vodka. You can squeeze whatever. Anyway, so have like three bottles, but four tops. The Man. fourth top you want to drill a small hole into. That way you can use it to kind of pressurize it's and squeeze and blast out any dirt that uh, is preventing you from reading or uh, making an impression of, but yeah, if it's wet, you can't really make an impression. That's, what That's where said. the paper towels uh. come in. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you switch the top between the full bottle versus the empty bottle. Okay. But um, anyway, well, I'm missing content, so... Love you guys. Keep up the smoky bowling. <laughs> Adios, muffos. Adios. <laughs> Much love, Sir Mike. Ratch. That is a good tip. Yeah. And uh, some smoky bowling. I think we can pull off uh, some smoky bowling here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Clear the whole thing. Lorian has lungs of steel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Isn't that a Marvel comic character? Lungs of Steel or Lorian? Both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lorian TM. <laughs> then. He's got a point. Yeah, if you take uh, the squeezy bottles of vodka, then you can just squeeze blast those uh, mud holes. That's and- what I do every night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just squeeze blast those mud holes. Call it boofing the mud hole, you know? Yeah, mud hole. Makes sense. I put a picture of, uh, he reminded me, that the marker that was put there by the Daughters of the Revolution. Oh, okay. But yeah. I didn't get a picture of his actual headstone. Um, that's the one that was barely legible. I was going to say, I could read this really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was looking for the spot For to its blast. age, it looks great. Oh, huh. uh, it looks kind of vain, though. Yeah, it just says when he was born, 1763 in Virginia. Virginia. Oh, my God. Do not chew. It's been up my arse. We have a picture of a pin in for in for VX just <laughs> threw in there. With a follow up. Oh, there's a follow up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! You know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ernest, bro. Ernest, a Missouri man, by the way. 
Was he? Yeah. Oh. Is his name uh, Jim Varney? Is that who that? I th- that sounds, that sounds right. right. <laughs> got a few good, mean, good low key ones. Yep, Jim Varney. I always like knew of Ernest, but Lorian really made me watch the Ernest stuff. <laughs> <I> did. <laughs> like Ernest scared stupid. Yeah. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest finds an excuse to dress up as a woman throughout some part of the plot as a disguise. I used to watch that TV show. Yeah? Yeah. An Ernest TV show? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, before before the movies. Oh, he started out. I'm going to have to find that. (laughs) As a show. I don't think. Now, this was so long ago, I could be completely wrong. You can be wrong. I only thought they were shows. As long as you're Ernest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yo! Yeah, I don't see Missouri in his profile, Spence. What? He's a Kentucky what? boy. Kentucky? What? Who died I in lied say? to. Oh, my God. Kentucky. Well, shall we? Hey, fuck it. Let's end the show. This is fucking... More like Kentucky <laughs> between your legs. <laughs> it was C-Mike, and I'm wrong. Oh, C-Mike. Yeah, C-Mike. C-Mike is a Missouri guy, that's for sure. He lives in Kansas, but don't tell anybody. Oh, it was a TV oh, series oh. called Hey Vern, It's Ernest. <laughs> Fell to the Missouri side advantage, Kentucky. Oh my God, we got to get our fucking head in the game now. We, tr- we traded uh, somebody. Who did we trade? Probably Claire McCaskill for Ernest in the trades. Oh, that's a good trade. Yeah, we got the fuck out of her. <laughs> That'd be nice. And Roy Blunt. You know, you think with a name like Roy Blunt. Yeah. He would have been. You would not, think like not a lizard. No, and he'd be you know on the. Missouri chapter of normal or something? Yeah, right? Like some kind of like a uh, laid back guy? Turns out no. Also, the most goofy looking senator of probably all time. Oh my God. That dude just looks like a ghoul. Mm-hmm. A goyle? A goyle, yeah. Yep, yep. He was like, I'm not running again. We were all like, oh my God. Thank God. We won't, have to, we won't have to look at his picture. Yeah. It does look like a fucking ghoul. Dude, it's fucking disturbing. Hey, I'm Roy Blunt. Vote for me. You already did a couple times. Like, How no, much we is did your it. Soul worth no, to you. no one voted for this guy. He just like <laughs> went to the Senate. I just showed up. It was incredible. But his uh his people had those blunt brigade t shirts, which I, were couldn't even. Wow, get one. that's fucking cool. Yeah, couldn't even get one. I was I, trying to. Get I keep one. my eyes peeled in thrift stores. That's you think his hope. slogan, if he won a political race, was like, "You just got smoked by blunt." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he ran track in school. It should have been, but probably not. You know yeah. what he did say though? What? I've never done a blunt. I'd do one. <laughs> That's what his <laughs> wife said. Oh. <laughs> On the third date, because she's uh she's a lady. Yeah, that's right. She's not one of those wild ones. No nope. H- hitting the blunt on the first date, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Uh I mean she probably thought about it. She probably went home and uh flicked bean to it, the thought of it. Any girl who calls up a boy is just asking for trouble. Was there a wild one that slipped into the text line? Oh, probably. We gotta check for text. Text checks. Because we always keep the... Text uh, checks. Wow, that sound said, get out of my text box. Yeah, it did. Uh, no. no. Weird box situation. No text. Weird box situation. Text for checks. Thanks for keeping me honest. Yeah, check the text in case. You never know. (laughs) Oh, Roy Blunt did receive an A rating from the NRA. Oh, well, that's that's nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The NRA is good. Not that that means anything. I've got a sticker of them on my front door, I think, just because they send them constantly to me in the mail. And ask you for money. They're like, will you give me money? And I'm like, I never have. Why would I start? 
And they're like, uh, cause you like guns, right? And, and that's like, why they gave you the sticker though. Instead of National Rifle Association, it's non-rich asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> like, this he didn't give us money. This guy's poor. He can't even afford to put money in an envelope to try and win a free Ford F-150. What a loser. Let's give him the other sticker. Yeah. Mainly it's just to be like, uh, I don't know. I had it. I wonder if Roy Blunt is related to Emily Blunt. There's some roundabout way. She's also weird looking. Is she? I think so. I don't know who Emily Blunt is. Who's Emily Blunt? She's an actress. She's been in stuff. Stuff and things? Oh, she is kind of a little bit uh, strange looking. Yeah. Not in like I a... I think she was Mary Poppins. Awful, not in like an awful way. Oh, well, no. I mean, I'd utilize that mouth. But <laughs> Uh, I love confrontation, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would. I'd fucking savor it. <laughs> I don't know why that hit me so great. Because uh, well, you were thinking the same thing, and I, then I said it. I do. I do know why, actually. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, we're on the same page on that one, my friend. I must say. Mm. <laughs> Utilize them. <laughs> I think it was just the wording, bro. Yeah, because how often do you use utilize? In a sexually threatening manner. <laughs> the, the word utilize isn't often seen as rapey, but... <laughs> well, it is today. But look, look at what you can do with it. And for truck month, you can utilize that tailpipe. Oh, are the utilizations hitting levels that should not be possible? Fucking utilize the shit out of it, bro. Well, wow, fuck, we've, we've utilized the shit out of you, man. We, we blazed past the two-hour mark. I wouldn't even see it coming. Really? Yeah, I didn't even check because I was like, surely we're not there yet. And then I looked. I bet if your face was closer, you'd see it coming. <laughs> I would feel it coming. <laughs> like a pre-shock wave. Look how popular we are. That smoker is the best thing that ever happened to us. That's what I'd be saying. It's true. I would be saying... You stick your finger inside of yourself. Try a taste. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Oh, shit. Well, Fletcher, my man, my dude. Thank you for hanging out with us. Oh, yeah. I always love hanging out with you. Man, you know I love you guys. Yeah. You're the absolute fucking best. You're good people. You know? You too. uh, You give hope to meeting people on the internet. (laughs) <laughs> it's like it's like sometimes you don't get thrown in a trunk so you know yeah. you, you meet somebody normal and uh yeah they're not all stalkery and, and rapey i mean might wish you were but <laughs> in this instance it doesn't happen you can't rape the willing turns out well you can it's called consensual non-consent oh i didn't know this you'll have mm. to teach me this uh the post show look it up with the safe search off <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, while I do that, uh, I also want to thank the bowlers for hanging out, listening. Uh, salute to No Agenda Nation as well. And we're going to be back at it Tuesday night, just like always, right after DH Unplugged wraps up on the No Agenda stream, right around 9 Central U.S. time. Uh, U.S. Standard Time now, in fact. So, U.S. Central Standard Time. What the fuck am I talking about? All I know for sure is that I'll be Sir Spencer, Wolf of Kansas City. And I'll be Dame DeLorean. And I was I was Fletcher. Until next time, bowlers. 
May your bowls burn ever brighter. Smoker's been stolen! Why? And when? We don't have the smoker. Why'd you steal our smoker? You look like a man who needs a smoker in his life. Maybe we should try to track down that smoker. Are you kidding right now? Yes, Jim. John, thank you. Great job. Beautiful fresh air. Hog story. Bowl after bowl duck.